Well, welcome to another edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. So glad that you have tuned in today to uh, have a conversation about the very, very issues that are really getting to people. I mean, things that are, and when I say getting to people, I, I don't mean getting to them in the sense that, uh, you know, oh, they're, they're really bothering me, but rather getting to people in the fact that they are kind of getting under our skin, you know, getting into the, the fact that there are more and more lives that are being challenged and some uh, that are actually being uh, challenged for the better because of the events that are happening in the world. Uh, I remember talking with Dr. Michael Youssef of Leading the Way Ministries, who's a regular feature here in the Bottom Line Show world, uh, has been for many years, and we've become good friends over the years. Looking forward to having a conversation with him next year about the end of the world. Poor guy. I mean, he's he traveled all over the world in 2022. He's at a point in his life, in his mid-70s, where a lot of folks are slowing down, and he has written a new book, it seems like, every six months. And every time I talk to him, he'll say, Roger, this is the most important book I've ever written. <laughs> and I, I love that about Dr. Yusuf. But I remember talking to him shortly after the 20, or shortly before the 2016 election and, 20, and shortly thereafter. And we were discussing the prospects. I mean, at the time, the presidential candidates were Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton. And, you know, there were a lot of people who didn't have a lot of enthusiasm for either one of them. Uh, some were trying to be pragmatic. Others are saying, well, I'll vote for her because she's not him. Others are saying, I'll vote for him because he's not her. But I remember asking him, I said, what is your take on this? And he said, well, I'll tell you. What I'm looking at here is if she wins, we're going to be headed toward socialism, communism, and it could easily become the end of the United States. And he didn't say that gratuitously, not like I'm a diehard Republican. He just said, this is the way it is. But then he, when he talked about the possibility of Mr. Trump winning, uh, Dr. Yusuf said, but on the other hand, if the election goes the other way, it's as if God is giving us four more years to remember how good this country can be and to know that whatever good thing happens in our country over the next four years, it will be coming from God and not directly because our president's such a great guy. And, and he meant no malice by it, and I totally understand it. I, I look back on American history, and I see how we have, as a nation, strayed from God. Um, I'm not saying that if we pray and pray and pray and pray, then, you know, the Jerry Falwell, James Dobson, you know, world is going to reinvent itself because there were some good parts about that moral majority season. There were some not so good parts. I mean, the clergy have been complicit in some of the worst uh, crimes committed against Americans and humanity in the name of, you know, biblical advancement and also some great, I mean, the great awakenings and things like that. So it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, but one place where we have, well, actually two places where we have seen um, the enemy rear his ugly head. And I, I, I firmly believe that as preventable as the outcome of the 2020 election may have been, if, I mean, first and foremost, we have to understand that when it comes to politics and it comes to elections and things like that, I believe that God allows for the government that we need. And I mean we as in the church. If if we are getting a little too big for our britches and maybe assuming that, you know, we can trust the blessings rather than the blesser, um, you know, God has, if you'd want evidence, and this is not to say I'm a glutton for punishment, look at the millions of Christians worldwide who are in places where they are suffering right now because of unjust political regimes. Look at the fact that Christians are the most persecuted people group in the world right now. 
And that and we are discriminated against on occasion here in the U.S., but we're not persecuted yet. But that persecution takes place because of evil governments that turn away from God, that have no respect for God's word, God's authority, whatever. And we are currently in the middle of that right now. Now, I know there are some people that say, oh, come on, wait, we are duly elected officials and whatever. Well, yeah, I understand that the elections look like they were fair. But regardless, I mean, let's take into consideration that one of the most beautiful states in the United States, California, has been run by socialists and leftists for the past 10, 20 years. And look what's happening. You know, look at the cultural Marxism that's happening. And even when it comes to, let's say, the sanctity of human life, people ask about our partnership with Preborn. I'm thrilled that we're partnering with Preborn. And I hope you are too. And I, I, I really, I hope you don't get sick of me talking about it. But at the same time, that's okay because <laughs> I'm passionate about it. But I love what they do. I love the ministry of preborn and why it's so important. Here's why it's important. The ministry of preborn, people give to the ministry and they provide ultrasounds. They provide pregnancy tests and ultrasounds to women. Unlike the leading quote-unquote women's health care provider, which is Planned Parenthood, that specializes in contraception and killing preborn babies in the womb. And they try to link them both in together. It's not really having an abortion. You're just taking a contraceptive. It's an emergency contraceptive that'll keep you from getting pregnant, even though you're already pregnant. I mean, uh, that science is already settled. If a woman is pregnant and she wants to get unpregnant, the only way she can get unpregnant is either to deliver the child, that will end the pregnancy. But if she does that before the child is ready to be born, then she's effectively killing the child. And that's what those pills do. Pill number one, starves the child so they can't get any more nutrition. Once the child has ceased to exist, pill number two helps to get the child out of the womb. I mean, it's really, it, it, you can't get more basic and simple than that. And yet the forces of evil that are at work in the political system in California have convinced voters, and this spread all over the country, that, well, your rights are at stake. This, this isn't about killing children. No, this is about your fundamental rights. This is about your access to health care. This is about the Supreme Court wanting to take away your right for contraception. And they spew those lies over and over again. And the now college-educated young women who all turned out in mass to vote in the 2022 midterms believed it. So why is a ministry like Preborn so important? Because quite frankly, they have the audacity to tell the truth about pregnancy. When a woman is pregnant, she takes a pregnancy test at a preborn health clinic. They verify that she is, in fact, pregnant. And then they pull out the ultrasound machine and say, hey, let's go ahead and get you connected here. And we're going to show you what you have conceived or what has been conceived in the womb. And there's that little baby. There's the face. There's the arms and legs kicking. I mean, at five, six, seven weeks gestation, it's kind of small that he or she is. But And then you can hear the heartbeat. And the left is trying to say, well, that's not a heartbeat. That's cardiac activity. That might be a flutter. That might just be a sound. That's not really a beating heart. Poppycock, it absolutely is a beating heart. And we have the technology now to where you can hear that beating heart. And if mom goes into uh, medical distress because of the pregnancy, we have the technology in many cases to relieve that distress. Uh, the Charlotte Lozier Institute uh, talks about, Dr. Ingrid Scott talks about the fact that she'll use the term separating mother from child. It doesn't mean killing the child. It means sometimes you remove the child from the womb or from her abdominal area and do surgery on mom and put the baby back in there. Or you could deliver the child at 20, 21, 22 weeks, put the child in neonatal uh, intensive care unit and treat both mother and baby. We have that technology now. 
and the left doesn't want you to believe that they do. So they turned the whole conversation in the last election about women, you're going to lose A, your rights, B, you're going to lose your medical access to health care. C, they want to take away your contraception. And oh, by the way, because they overturned Roe, they're going to take away gay marriage too. Nothing in the uh, Disrespect for Marriage Act, by the way, does anything to strengthen the protections, quote unquote, of Obergefell. The only changes in federal law now are that basically leftist groups can be weaponized against faith-based organizations who speak out against same-sex, quote-unquote, marriage. But details be darned, right? Um, I love the fact that this has been the year that we here in the body of Christ, especially in uh, bottom line show land, have been introduced to our friends at Preborn. The ministry of Preborn is phenomenal. $28, uh, that donation uh, provides one ultrasound, the entire ultrasound treatment. It saves a life. $28 saves one life. $140 saves five lives. Uh, $280 saves 10. You can do the math from there. I want to encourage you to make a year-end donation to Preborn right now at 833-850-BABY. The end of the year is this Saturday. Tax deductible, completely 100% of what you give goes toward that baby. We have been able to raise enough money to provide four ultrasound machines and save the lives of over 800 children. I want to get to 1,000 before the end of the year. So to get to 1,000, we need 200 more. You could do the math, right? I mean, it's 2,800 for 100 babies and 5,600. That's the goal right now. Let's do this. 833-850-BABY is the number to call. 833-850-2229. Or go to kbrightradio.com. When you click on the banner for preborn, it will take you right there to where you could just go ahead and uh, and make your best donation. If you've got autofill on your credit card, it'll take you, I don't know, uh, maybe 28 seconds. That sounds right to me. It sounds good to me too. Um, so one of the areas that we've been talking about a lot this year in 2022 is the idea that uh, the, the human baby in the womb and the woman who is the mother of that child have been under attack by the left simply because they want to make sure that they have... Uh, you know, that kind of molec connection going on. There's a lot of money to be made in abortions. There's a lot of money in abortifacients, contraception, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a lot of misinformation about women's health care. That's the first one. The second one, uh, this one's a little more insidious because if you look at what's happening to men in the culture right now, ask your male friends like at church or wherever how many friends they have. If they're married, first and foremost, they'll say, well, my wife is my best friend. But then where does it go from there? Uh, Derek Steele is an author. He's a pastor. He is the uh, founder, or I should say co-founder, of The Warrior's Path, which is a ministry to men committed to helping to share the message of epic, alluring, uh, awesome adventures in Christianity. Not the least of which is, how do we deal with this friendship problem? Why are so many people experiencing so much loneliness? Derek has written a book called The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Lost Sacrament of Friendship. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Earlier this year, uh, we featured Derek in an interview segment here on The Bottom Line Show, and the response was phenomenal. And so since we're uh, refocusing on a couple of our best of broadcasts from 2022, if you didn't get a chance to hear this conversation, I encourage you to stay with us on the other side of this break. My conversation with Derek Steele talking about recovering the lost sacrament of friendship and finding the last lone wolf. That's coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. 
Bless your children with the help you've always wanted to give them. Newport Bay Mortgage works with your unique circumstances to explain the benefits of a reverse mortgage in today's market. Act now and provide for your family in need by gifting them a fraction of the fruits of your labor. With Newport Bay Mortgage, you can clarify the advantages of a reverse mortgage in your specific situation with professional insights on the current market. Sharing the rewards of a reverse mortgage is a valuable act of service that helps your loved ones establish valuable financial security for the future. Use the gift from your home to contribute towards God's work and plans by blessing your family in need with real financial help. Make up your mind today to make a difference in the lives of those who mean the most to you. Start by calling Newport Bay Mortgage at 714-741-8080. 714-741-8080. Visit kbrightradio.com slash reverse or NMLS 332959. Newport Bay Mortgage is an equal opportunity housing lender. Today on The Bottom Line, we're going to get into a topic that is a topic that a lot of guys really don't want to get into. Well, a lot of women don't want to get into it either, but especially when you look at what's happening in the culture right now, uh, a lot of men are having a hard time dealing with the facet that their lives are pretty lonely and they spend a lot of time in isolation and you don't really get the opportunity to uh, you know, uh, do something about it. Is there a biblical solution for the issue? Well, enter Derek Steele, who's an author. He's a filmmaker. He's the uh, writer of a great new book on this topic called The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Last Sacrament of Friendship. And we have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. And I'm, for those who are watching on myhopenow.com right now, I've got my copy right here. Derek, uh, Derek Steele, I want to call you Derek Wolf. Derek Steele, welcome to The Bottom Line Show. Thank you, Roger. It's a real um, honor to be able to talk to you uh, on your show. Yeah, well, it's great to have you here, too, because loneliness, I mean, that's kind of the 800-pound gorilla in the room, isn't it? I mean, in terms of how many people are experiencing this. Talk about the work that you're doing to kind of, uh, you're working with the Warriors Path Limited and the ministry work that you're doing, but talk about how bad the the, the situation with loneliness is. I mean, it seems like it's pretty widespread. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. Um, It's shocking to me, and the reason I was able to even write this book from the beginning Um, with integrity was because I have experienced something that most people don't get, which is a best friend that I've had since I was 12 years old. Um, Mm, And it's, it's a deep, deep um, relationship. It's a spiritual relationship. As people find out when they read the book, it's been such a huge part of my life, but we, uh, David and I find it very curious that when we uh, spend time with other people, it's a common question um, is to ask about their friendships. Uh, we ask people, especially guys, and this is funny because often these we're talking about men in ministry, we're talking about pastors. Sure. And after a certain age, um, you know, 30s and beyond, especially getting to your 40s, most men just give you a blank stare. Like you have brought up Peter Pan or something. They really feel like uh, the friendship category is one that they jettisoned when they took on adult responsibility. Um, It's something of the past. They remember fondly their college days. Um, But it is amazing how rare it is to find somebody who has an answer to the question, who do you unload to on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. Who knows the ins and outs of your walk with God, your struggles in life? Um, The fact is we sort of relied on the hope that uh, your marriage is going to do all that. And I'm not a marriage expert, but I know that um, most people have fallen short of that particular fantasy that they were both going to fall in love and find a best friend for the rest of their life. 
Um, and even still, that's still too much to put on one person. So no, I, everywhere I go, I, I am shocked if I find somebody who has a good story, honestly, yeah. it's yeah. almost always they are alone. They maybe go to a small group at church, but even there they continue to hide. They continue to feel unsure that they can, um, share their deepest issues. And so so they continue to be alone in, in the most important places. You know, I mean, we're not alone on our Instagram and our Facebook and our TikTok, but, but those things, they're not doing it. In fact, right. they're exacerbating the issue because you think you're connected and then you wonder why this intense, deep um, hole is in you. Yeah, it really is a false sense of security when you think about it. And uh, Derek Steele with me today here on The Bottom Line. The book is called The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Lost Sacrament of Friendship. And we have a link for that book up at thebottomlineshow.com. To be fair, Derek, there are a lot of Christian men who are listening to our conversation right now. And something tells me the friendship thing, you and I look like we're kind of contemporaries, or maybe I'm giving myself a little too much credit, as you can tell, <laughs> since we're doing this of I Hope Now, too. And I, there's a lot of gray in that, uh, a lot of dust on the bottle, as I like to say. <laughs> um, the idea, though, that generationally, I look at my parents who are in the greatest generation, I look at even people in the baby boom generation who seem to have friends, but then somewhere around generation X or the end of the baby boom, it seemed like men in particular took the step that said, look, I'm going to try to marry my best friend. I'm going to find a woman. She's going to be my best friend. We're going to get married. We're going to have kids. My kids are going to be my friends, you know, that type of stuff. I'm going to put everything I have into that. And then you hit 50, 55 or something like that. And you begin to realize, wait, your kids have their own lives. They have their own friends. Your, your spouse probably has a lot of her own friends too. And you're standing there holding the bag going, wait, where'd everybody go? I mean, I don't want to oversimplify this and paint with a broad swath, but in the work that you're doing in ministry, especially with the warrior path, I mean, are you finding that this is a common story for a lot of guys? I am. I, I am absolutely finding that um, at every, in every age bracket um, beyond college age, you find, um, Different differing levels. I think the younger guys still have kept their connections for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But here, here's here's what it all comes down to. We are living in such a task-oriented society mm. that um, your career is the dominant force in your life. And right. being the dominant force in your life, you just know that your friends are terminal. Your friendships are for a time. And you're ready to jettison those the moment they get in the way of your next big move. And the interesting thing is, I love to tell this story that once C.S. Lewis was asked if he had any advice to give graduating seniors back when he was still working at Oxford and Cambridge. And he said, yes, actually, he said, I would encourage you to let your fellowship be your guide. Get together with six guys, your favorite guys, get a flat in London, and then find your careers from there mm. rather than letting the job market take you wherever mm -hmm. yeah. say my friends, we will keep our fellowship together and then we will find work within the context of being faithful to each other. Right. And that's just absolutely unheard of as far as I'm aware. Yeah. In the, the, the way yeah. That we're living. Yeah. In this day and age, I mean, when you think about guys who would have that kind of bond, 
uh, I realized that there are the, uh, my, my kids have an expression, they call their, their really close core friends, the main hang group. I mean, these are the people that I mainly hang out with. And, and so they're the ones who do the Thanksgivings together, the holidays together, wouldn't right. miss a birthday together, take yeah. the trip, you know, someone's turning 30 and they want to go to New York, let's all go to New York. I mean, that's what yeah. they do. And it's yeah. kind of a commingling of guys and gals. But when you see this, especially for men, and yeah. you talk about the sacrament of friendship, I, I know that was not unintentional, Derek Steele. No. Talk about why you refer to friendship as a sacrament, something we really need to do as Christians. Yes. Well, my understanding that sacraments are um, conduits of God's grace into our life, and we understand ones like the sacrament of marriage. Yeah. Um, I believe that he set things up from the very beginning to offer us so much of the goodness that he has prepared for us through friendships and that um, to live without them is to really have a big hole in what God is trying to communicate to you. Again, as C.S. Lewis makes clear, um, creation is delegation. It's delegation. God continues. He continues to love us um, at a deep personal level, but he's also set the world up in such a way that we are going to be loved and experience life through the things that he has created. And in that sense, um, his full intention was that these friendships were to be deep reservoirs to protect us from loneliness, um, to make us feel connected, um, to give us an, an adventure, um, not just an adventure to live, but an adventure to share hmm. how important that is for a guy's heart, even yeah. though it's been it's uh, there's a big lie there that the lone wolf is really the cool way to go. Right, right. Well, that's the American dream, right? You know, John Wayne, uh, yeah. self-made man and all that stuff. And, and unfortunately, some of those Hollywood myths and that mythology, and you know, as a filmmaker, I mean, there, there, are, there are certain things you put in front of people because that's what they want to see on the screen. That's that, that they want that Rambo type of experience saying, OK, if this is where I am, then you're relating to me versus what I think good storytelling is kind of a meeting the reader or the viewer in the movie case where they are and taking them further, you know, in terms of wanting to expand right. and, yeah. and do better. And you're sensing, Derek Steele, that uh, there's not a lot of that happening in the culture right now. Well, I'm grateful that you wrote this book. It's called The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Lost Sacrament of Friendship by Derek Steele, my guest today here on The Bottom Line. We've got a link for it up at thebottomlineshow.com. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll keep on talking about this most important subject and how we can do a better job of not only having friends, but being friends as well. More of my conversation with author Derek Steele in just a moment as The Bottom Line continues. Well, Dennis Wilson is with me today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh, 800-696-9970 or go to wilson-financial.com. There are a lot of people who have been really taking a bath when it comes to stocks this year, stock market off 25% in some segments, but yet you have a new program that's really designed to help somebody in that situation earn some of that loss back. It's obviously designed to do exactly that. It's a very limited offer on a 16% guaranteed return on your account in an account that in the next two years can never go down. It is a great vehicle to help people who have lost money because of the way the market is. But there is a time limit, is there not, Dennis Wilson? People have to act now. The 4th of January, you have an additional, I think, 30 or 60 days to get the funds in because some of these IRA accounts take a while to move. But yes, the initial application and declaration that you want to start the account needs to be signed by 1423. Well, this is a golden opportunity. Go to wilson-financial.com, 800-696-9970, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. 
Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. So good to have you along today. Uh, we're featuring a conversation that I had earlier this year with author Derek Steele. Uh, Derek is the co-founder of a brand new, uh, well, of a ministry that's been around for a little while called The Warrior's Path. Well, he served as a pastoral counselor, a young adult pastor, and he is the author of a new book that uh, really struck a nerve with our Bottom Line Show listeners earlier this year when we aired it. And so I'm re-airing it again because I want you to hear the conversation. And we have two copies of the book to give away. The book is called The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Lost Sacrament of Friendship. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. And as I mentioned, we have two copies of that book to give away. 800-227-5278. is the number to get you through to the bottom line. And I can't wait to see who's going to be blessed by this book. I... Derek's ministry, of course, is for men. But in, but think about this. I mean, you know, it's amazing how many people, I mean, women are impacted by this too, but can you imagine how many guys have gone through the Christmas holiday? They went through Christmas. They kind of went through the motions with their families. And then New Year's Day is coming up, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. And there might be some get-togethers. There might not be. But in the Instagram, Twitter, Zoom, Facebook world, it's amazing how many tools we have that allow us to stay together ostensibly and yet there's so much loneliness in the culture right now and guys won't talk about it but man when they do you know it's it's one of those things where you can hear the guys kind of looking down at the ground kicking the dirt going hey can i uh, ask you a question yeah how many friends do you have well you know <laughs> um you ever feel it's like uh, fonzie in that happy days when he was wrong right and he had a hard time saying it how many guys, if you went to a group and asked a men's ministry, how many of you guys have ever experienced loneliness? How many would have the courage to raise their hands? And yet God created us for relationship. But what does American culture do? American culture says, I'm the master of my domain. I'm the captain of my destiny. I'm John Wayne. I'm a self-made man. You know, And there are a lot of men who are just dying on the inside because we've encouraged in the church their wives to have relationships with other women and to be involved in ministry and be dialed in with their kids and dad is there to make sure that you know the trash gets taken out and stuff gets paid and you know whatever but when it comes to men and relationships there are guys who might hang out doing things but how many really good friends do you have i mean i I speak from experience i was part of a circle of guys there were five of us when we were in high school they were all pretty strong in our at least church going if not our christian faith and we kept in touch over the years, but we've all kind of drifted apart. And I've often wondered if they have replaced with other friendships or if we're all just kind of doing life that way. That's why I think Derek's book struck such a nerve with our listeners the first time we aired this interview. And that's why I'm glad we get a chance to give you a, a second helping, if you will. The Last Lone Wolf is the name of the book by Derek Steele, Recovering the Lost Sacrament of Friendship. There's a link up at thebottomlineshow.com and two copies up for grabs. And since you tuned in early, you get first dibs. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. The number to get you through to the bottom line. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, more of my conversation with pastor and author Derek Steele in just a moment. The bottom line continues. Life insurance will never replace the person you love, but that money can help you get through life when it feels impossible. When your life insurance claim is denied while you're already dealing with so much, you need someone on your side. Stephanie Cover of Coverlaw used to work for the insurance companies. She challenges and understands the way insurance companies think. Hire Stephanie to file a life insurance appeal while everything is still fresh in your mind. 
Don't let the insurance company get away with greedy behavior while you're in mourning. Stephanie Cover will do everything in her power to get you the financial protection which was promised to you as a beneficiary of the policy. The money from the life insurance proceeds can supplement your income so you can support yourself throughout the process of bereavement. Save Stephanie's number or call her now at 877-214-4935. That's 877-214-4935. Or you can fill out a contact form at kbrightradio.com slash coverlaw. Stephanie Cover. She knows the other side. Derek Steele is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. She's the author of a fascinating new book called The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Lost Sacrament of Friendship. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com, and we'll be giving away a copy, or at least one, um, at the end of our conversation here today. Uh, Derek, we were talking during the break about something. I think it's kind of the 900-pound gorilla in the room, if some of the other things we've talked about have been the (laughs) proverbial 800-pound gorilla in the room. You mentioned something earlier. I want to circle back to it. You said, you know, there are a lot of guys who in in a situation like this, they're lonely now because they've gotten older because they invested so much in their marriage and their family, which is not a bad thing Mm -hmm. that they didn't really take the childhood friend with them. And I know that you've had that experience. So have I, where there's someone you've been in connection with for maybe 20 or 30 years, and then the job changes or you wind up moving. And next thing you know, you realize, hey, all we had in common was the fact that we saw each other at work or we were mm-hmm. in the same church together. We really didn't have that deep connection. Right. But my question is, when you browse through the titles on Amazon or stop by your Christian bookstore and you see so many, you know, so many different issues regarding Christian life that are dealt with, mm-hmm. a book like The Last Lone Wolf really stands out because it seems like kind of an anomaly. Why do you think that is? Well, uh, I wish I knew why that was, um, but it was my motivation for writing because I love to write and I've written since college, uh, but finding something that I felt was in the gap, that was a place where we needed the defenses shored up more. This became obvious to me that this was a topic, it was so, so dear to my heart. Um, My relationship with my best friend is probably the most unique thing about my entire life's journey the relationship we've had um, and being able to being able to bring that to the forefront with real uh, integrity and and passion to say this is just not a subject that um, you know a passing subject I thought I'd write on today it was it was really this this deep passion I do not know why the church um, we've all we've told that all people in leadership whether they're church or government have always feared deep friendships mm-hmm. because the world, uh, all revolutions begin with people who are together in a deep, intimate way, sharing the sort of thoughts that they don't mm-hmm. share in public. Right. And that, that's how so many things are born. So many great things are born. Um, we could say Christianity was born from the fellowship of the 12. Um, and Jesus did that very intentionally. Yeah. But some bad things also, you know, rebellions and, and, and things have begun through um, friends finding one another, realizing that moment that C.S. Lewis always talks about where you say, where that aha moment where you say, oh, you feel the same thing. You see the same thing that I do. I thought I was alone in this. And immediately a deep friendship is born because you know each other's uh, inconsolable secret that you've never shared with somebody else. And, um, and I don't know if the church, uh, because it cannot be uh, organized, and as, as people in ministry, we love to organize. Right. We love to organize because we want to impact more people. 
Sure. Um, if your whole ministry was seven people, you could be deeply relational and deeply original in the way that you ministered. As soon as your ministry is 500 people, hmm. you have to start asking yourself, how do I make sure that uh, Mr. and Mrs. Brown down the street are really walking with God? And so we start to develop systems and organizations and programs, and, and the, some of those are necessary. But when the church decided that the program was actually better than the organic friendship, mm, yeah. I do not know. Mm -hmm. But that seems what you're addressing in this book, The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Lost Sacrament of Friendship, is the fact that we do need each other, we're created for community, but more than just community of being around each other, but more mm -hmm. than being in a, a Sunday school class of 20 or 30 people or a small group Bible study, whatever it is, but really being authentic with each other, really knowing uh, e each other. And it seems like youth is the best time. I mean, in your case, age 12, I mean, and this is a lifelong friendship that has endured and endeared uh, throughout the, the, the decades. Talking with Derek Steele today here on The Bottom Line about his book called The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Last Sacrament of Friendship, which we have up at thebottomlineshow.com. Derek, give us some marching orders here for men and for women, but I know we're kind of talking about it man to man right now. Mm -hmm. um, there are people who are are feeling the ache of realizing, hey, maybe I've had one or two good friends. I, I know for me in the past couple of years, I've had a couple of friends pass away and uh, people that I knew and I didn't think I knew them that well. And then all of a sudden they're gone and I got this major ache going, wow, Lord, I didn't realize how closely connected we actually were. Where do we start? Either if we've lost friendships and we're trying to rebuild, or we aren't as fortunate as Derek Steele, you know, to have somebody who was, you know, a best friend at the age of 12, and here we are into our adult years and we're still best friends. Yeah. Well, you know, I at the end of the book, I felt some pressure to give some real tips, um, as we often do in Christian books, some principles, some guidelines. And I realized um, that 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 was very hard for me to do just based on the style of book I was writing, which was much more uh, romantic and more epic. Mm -hmm. And um, I came to the conclusion that the most important thing that we could do is re-inspire a, a belief and a desire for that sort of a friendship. And I encourage people to go back and read all the great old stories. Um, you know, I mean, that's what yeah. makes the Lord of the Rings what it is, is sure. the between Frodo and Sam. And once your heart is romanticized into an idea, just the same way the culture has made us think that falling in love would solve all of our, all of our heart's needs over the years, once we realize that, it, it allows us, um, we're, we're looking again, we're on the look, we're on the hunt, um, we're open to developing these friendships. I think most people will find that those friendships are already there. They've just let them slide. And that's the easiest thing to do. The easiest step is to reach out, yeah. reach out to those college roommates to, um, I just returned from a, a college reunion and I won't say what year it is because that would <laughs> definitely date me, but um, it was fantastic. Mm. And uh, it wasn't even just the people that I was friends with back then. It was just the old, old familiar faces that we had so much in common, so much past history that we had a fantastic time. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and I, I feel like a lot of people have those old friends that they've just sort of let slide, and it wouldn't take too much to send them that message to say, I've really been thinking mm -hmm. about you, and I miss our friendship. You know, so something, well, something else, Derek, toward that end, you mentioned college, and my mom and dad went to uh, college here in Southern California 
they were uh, they and their friends were all in the teaching credential program at that time and so they became good friends and stayed in touch and i recalled that uh, when uh, my dad had a, a friend who was he was an only child and so there was a guy in the group who was a couple years older than him they were both named warren kind of unusual names but they kind of struck up a friendship and my dad really looked up to him when the older Warren, my dad's friend, passed away about five, six years ago. My parents were out of town, and so I went and kind of represented the family because we, we knew the family there. And when I got to the funeral, I was really surprised to see all these different pictures, pictures of my folks along with these other people, things that they'd done in their later years. And the one regret that I had was that they really didn't share that with us, with my brother and sister, and oh. that we didn't see that modeled for us a little bit. Yeah. And mm -hmm. talk about why the, the modeling, and this is something for parents and grandparents that we could do for the younger ones coming up behind us here too. Uh, it's not something we just instinctively want to do, but once we are doing it, you see that being modeled and you say, hey, I want that kind of relationship too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, I've got a group of young guys I mentioned in the book, my filmmaker friends, they're in their 30s. And they come over about once a week to my house nice. and there there's attention because i've still got four young children <laughs> and they're all clamoring for my attention right um and i feel like to some extent i'm ignoring them for those couple of hours that the guys are over but i know that my boys especially are seeing that dad needs to spend time with his friends Mm -hmm. that this is deeply important to him, that they have deep conversations, that they really hash things out, that they see iron sharpening iron, but also a deep amount of pleasure just in being together. Mm -hmm. And I think that's vital. I think that's vital. I didn't see that in my family. My parents had moved far away from their friends when they came to the Detroit area. And, um, and I didn't know that adults had friends, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very true. But when you, you made the comment earlier, Derek Steele, that uh, when you look at the Lord being very intentional about who he chose as his disciples and the little friend group it, with the core group, we'd call it within that group of 12. And then the, mm -hmm. the friendship group outside of that, uh, that's a model for us to say, you know, when you think right about it, there are some people who say, yeah, I've got to have my friends. I'm extroverted. I need to be around people. Other people might say I'm introverted and I don't want that many people hanging around me. But I think your title is very well stated when you talk about the last lone wolf and recovering the lost sacrament. Of friendship because it really is something i think that is sacredly ordained and inspired take the last 60 seconds of our time together derek Steele, and talk about your your hope and desire for this project uh you know, book this time instead of one of the movies that you're typically making yeah um you know my my dream is that this could get into the hands of especially young young men before they have made the choices that will shape the rest of their life mm. that they will sense that there is permission within the Christian worldview to um, make their friendships uh, a holy part of their life. Um, and, and that uh, the church itself will get a hold of this and see that there is something better to attain to than just um, mere acquaintances spending time at someone's Bible study, but that this is intended to go to a much deeper level. And if it isn't, then we're really failing um, to build community. Def definitely a valuable resource and one that I highly recommend and for our My Hope Now crowd. I'm holding it up. I think I got this all on camera. The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Last Lost Sacrament of Friendship by Derek Steele. We've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Derek, thank you so much for not only writing this book, but for being generous with your time today here on the program and uh, sharing with our listeners about your heart for this vital ministry. Thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Oh, thank you, Roger.
And that concludes my conversation with Derek Steele today here on The Bottom Line, the Warriors Path Ministries and author of the brand new book called The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Lost Sacrament of Friendship. We've got a link for the book at thebottomlineshow.com and two copies of it to give away. 800-227-5278. See, a week between Christmas and New Year's, we're still giving stuff away. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, our final visit for the year with Cliff Peliquin, Newport Bay Mortgage, talking reverse mortgages and following up on this masculine theme of living and leaving a legacy for your kids and grandkids. Cliff's joining me next as the bottom line continues. Well, a special guest joining me today here on the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, along with Cliff Peliquin, Newport Bay Mortgage, 714-741-8080, or just go to keyboardradio.com forward slash reverse. We're talking reverse mortgages and legacy and, and the crazy real estate market that we're facing right now. Cliff Peliquin, welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. Roger, thank you so much. And uh, uh, let me make this comment. Roger, the most important message we have for one another in this season is for love unto one us another. a child is born. Yes. And to us a son is given, mm-hmm. a gift for eternal joy and eternal life to you and to the staff of K Bright and to all K Bright listeners. May God grant the story of the Christ child to the center of this season. Amen. Amen. I love that. It's such a powerful message. And of course, it enables us then to share the love of Christ with one another and with other people as well. And, you know, it's interesting how many people, when you think back on this time of year, people are exchanging Christmas cards, Christmas gifts, Christmas greetings. And a lot of that is based on the fact that uh, that that long after that person is no longer with us here on Earth, the legacy of their life, uh, that lasting legacy stays with. And that's one of the things I love that you focus on with Newport Bay Mortgage Cliff is the fact that uh, the the reverse mortgage programs that you talk about here so often on the program give us a chance not only to leave a legacy, but to live a legacy, too. Uh, Talk about why that's important to be thinking about right now. Well, thank you. Uh, We will talk more about the reverse mortgage and and the possibilities. However, please keep in mind Newport Bay Mortgage also serves our veterans with the VA home loan. Oh, yes. And we also serve the many small businesses that were devastated with unwarranted COVID regulations, mm. loan known as the SBA loan, and conventional home loan, purchase, refinancing, and more. And the good news is rates have dropped some. Boy, that's that is really good news. I mean, a lot of people uh, have been gotten have gotten so used to over the past four or five months, they just keep going higher and higher and higher. It's nice to see that they're starting to come back down to earth. Is this a trend that you anticipate will continue, Cliff Peliquin, or is this kind of a blip on the radar? I wish I could say this, yes or no. All I can say is it has dropped some. Not okay. to where I'd like to see it, not to where we all would like to see it, but however. We have what we have, and let's take advantage because the future is all in God's hands. Amen. Now, Amen. this is a season of giving. And for those 62 years or older, what greater gift is there than to give now while we can? Enjoy seeing the blessing of giving while we're still here to see the delight in the eyes of the receiver. Hmm. Now, recall the joy of your children when when they were very young, as they mm. eagerly tore away the wrappings of hidden
hidden treasures. <laughs> oh, what a joy it was in the past yeah. and still oh, yeah. is for now. There are many, or there may be a great many needs today for the possible or possible an adult that needs your blessing now mm-hmm. or a grandchild that needs a, a for Christmas education that teaches, that teaches love of God, love God with all your heart, love your neighbor as yourself. And also the true history of the Bible, the true history of the foundation of our nation, the true identity of the sex of a boy and of a girl, and not what one tells them that they may become. God has given to us the true identity of two or who we are to be blessed those around us, to bless those around us that is Christ-centered, to give mm-hmm. life and to be the light to all before us. Amen. Amen. It's beautiful. A beautiful exhortation from Cliff Pelequin today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. Cliff with Newport Bay Mortgage, 714-741-8080. If you're a veteran, if you're thinking about a purchase or a refinance, or also, of course, if you're interested in a reverse mortgage, there are many more options than you may think. And Cliff is the one who can help you understand that. I loved how you were describing the the children opening presents, Cliff, because uh, this time of year, oftentimes we, as we get older, can be a little, uh, well, I don't want to say jaded, but, you know, maybe a little more frustrated with the glitz and the glamour. We want to get down to, you know, what it means to give gifts. And we think about that good and perfect gift that came from heaven uh, on that Christmas day. Uh, Talk about why the, the giving of gifts now and being able to experience that now really is a huge benefit for us, especially as we get into older years and we have grandchildren that we're looking after. Well said. Or perhaps your needs to tear away the wrappings from not-so-hidden needs now, us adults. Okay. But 25000 or $200,000 is the gift today to meet the needs of this day for each day God gives us. Amen. Amen. One of the great misunderstandings uh, is if I get a reverse mortgage, the bank will take my home. There's no greater lie regarding this. The mortgage choice was conceived and implemented during Reagan administration and was made a part of the leading industry, lending industry as a whole under the Federal Housing Administration. Now, let us look at a couple of thoughts. Many may say, I I, I just uh, do not need it now. I'm set. I'm comfortable, which is well and good. Reverse mortgage is not for all of us. Right. Another, my adult children says, no, you will lose too much equity. Adult children. And I often ask, are they making the payment, your house payment? If yes, well, as I said before, then thank God for giving your children the love and wisdom taught by us, mm-hmm. by you. Reverse mortgage is not for everyone. It makes, it must make sense for the individual. Now, what is going to make sense? And what makes more sense than Christian education? Many families can't afford $8,000 to $12,000 per semester. And they have uh, told this story, and I've told this story many times before, and I'll tell it again. Before my daughter passed away, January to a year 2000 of cancer, she told her mother, 
if I can help just one child to have a Christian education, it would make me very happy. We followed that desire after she passed. I've seen the stories. You do, too. It's just it's it's horrifying to see what's happening in the culture right now. And I love the passion that you have for faith based education, for Orange County Christian schools, for what, what's happening here. We'll have their website up at the bottom line show dot com. But how you have a really straightforward solution for providing the means for that of the reverse mortgage helps a family in terms of uh, providing uh, freeing up some of the equity in the home uh, tax free. And then you can be a blessing to your family. You can be a blessing to your kids. You can be a blessing to your grandkids. And that that living legacy that then leaves that lasting legacy, uh, that 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 will be your legacy, Cliff Bellaquin, for bringing that uh, to the forefront here. And I'm so grateful that you do that each and every time you're here on the Bottom Line Show. Well, this is part of the blessing of being able to advertise a, a mortgage or many mortgages because we also can insert all the blessings that uh, Christ can give us by following his directions, his word. And our eyes are, and our hearts are being opened more than ever with the giving of ourselves to others and for the blessings God has given for both of us, mm-hmm. giver and receiver. Amen and amen. Cliff, what's a good first step for our listeners here this time of year? Reaching out to you, of course, what can they anticipate, uh, you know, in terms of the process for figuring out, first of all, which of the reverse mortgage programs is right? And secondly, whether or not a reverse or, uh, you know, a conventional loan is the better way to go. Well, before this uh, conversation here, approximately 1030 this morning, I had a call from an elderly man where him and his very close friend, both Christians, wished to buy a home with their savings of a little over $200,000, and they would like to buy a home with the reverse mortgage. And so they called, what can we do? What must we do? And so I'm so glad that I could be able to um, send them all the items that is necessary, be able to put them into a home and enjoy Living in that home with ever, never making a house payment, only their taxes and their insurance and the upkeep of their home. So it's not just simply the refinancing into that, but it also could be the purchase of a home, the dream of your life, perhaps selling the most expensive home you have and buying into a much lower priced home for these Mm -hmm. last few days that we have here on earth. And that, keeping mind a watchful eye on the present, what's happening in the economy right now, of course, that's always important. But for those of us in the body of Christ, let us never forget that we also have the future to look forward to as well. And so for the time that we have here, however long it may be, we don't know. Uh, God is the one who determines the number of days that we have. But for, for whatever time we do have. Uh, the fact that uh, we want to be good stewards with the resources that God has entrusted to us. Uh, Cliff Pelliquin is the guy who can help you, who can lead you in the right direction and show you how it is that you could be the best steward with the resources that God has given you. Cliff Pelliquin, Newport Bay Mortgage, 714-741-8080, 714-741-8080. Or if it's easier, just go to kbrightradio.com and then hit forward slash and then write the word reverse in, and that will get the ball started online as well. Cliff Pelliquin, always a pleasure to be with you, my friend. Thank you so much for your time, for your partnership with us, and from all of us here at The Bottom Line. Thank you very much, and may God bless 
all the listeners of K-Bright. Well, blessings to you, brother, and I hope the holiday season has been great. A happy New Year to everyone in the Pelican household. Newport Bay Mortgage, 714-741-8080, 714-741-8080. There's more to come on The Bottom Line Show in just a moment. Keep it right here. One of the greatest gifts that we can give to an expectant mother is the gift of the first picture she'll ever have of her son or daughter in the womb. That comes through an ultrasound, and our friends at Preborn have an opportunity for us to make more of these ultrasounds a reality. Every time you give a donation of $28 to Preborn, that means one more ultrasound can take place. But how about giving enough money for an ultrasound machine? The cost is $15,000. It's a sizable investment. But every ultrasound machine can do 250 ultrasounds per year and lasts at least 10 years. Now take that cost $15,000 and divide that by 2,500. Okay, now you begin to see how the cost per ultrasound goes down even more once we have more ultrasound machines to donate into preborn clinics. Make a donation right now to preborn. It's completely tax deductible, and every penny, every dollar you donate right now is going to the purchase of an ultrasound machine. 833-850-BABY is the number to call, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com. That's K-B-R-I-T-E-Radio.com. Click on the banner for Preborn and make your best donation right now. $25, $50, $100, it all counts towards saving babies' lives. kbrightradio.com. Hit the Preborn banner right now. My thanks again to Cliff Peliquin, Newport Bay Mortgage, for joining us for the past 15 minutes or so to talk about living a legacy and leaving a legacy with a reverse mortgage. 714-741-8080 is the number to call. Also, pastor and author Derek Steele, uh, giving away copies of his book, The Last Lone Wolf, Recovering the Lost Sacrament of Friendship. The book's up at thebottomlineshow.com. Two copies to give away, and we're taking your calls right up through the top of the hour at 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Well, this is our last program for 2022 that features me talking to guests and talking about stuff because tomorrow on the Bottom Line Show, it's the annual Roger and Lisa program. My lovely wife, Lisa, will be joining me in the studio for the entire 90 minutes. We'll be talking about our third wedding anniversary, which comes up this Saturday, and also just kind of give you an update on what's happening in our home, but also our thoughts on some of the world events that have been changing things for all of us here in the body of Christ. So I encourage you to uh, be with us tomorrow, starting at 3 o'clock Pacific for the Roger and Lisa update here on the Bottom Line Show. For our bottom line listeners on KCBC, it's time for Rabbi Schneider and Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Uh, for those who remain on the network, this week's edition of the National Crawford Roundtable is next as the bottom line continues.